And we're back on Vancouver Real Estate Today with our regular guest, Todd Talbot, who is, uh, what are you coming close to the end of season three on Love It or List at Vancouver? Well, they're airing right now Monday nights at 10 p.m. on W Network. I, I think we're about halfway through the season. Is it a, would I be breaking a trade secret if I were to ask, how far in advance do you tape the show before yeah. it goes to air? About six months. Really? Yeah. And do you remember back to the time when no. you were... No. No. <laughs> I don't even know what you're going to say, but by the time you started the question, I already forgot what you were saying. Is... <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. <laughs> the, they, I just got an email, actually, because we've got a new episode coming on on Monday night, and uh, they send us the link to the show so that we can watch it, because obviously it airs three hours in advance on the East Coast, right. and people tweet questions and you know have comments on Facebook or whatever, and... Um, it's very difficult to remember. I mean, we're up into, we're shooting like 80, we're in the mid-80s right now in terms of the number of shows that we've done. Really? Yeah. Wow. And how do you keep it fresh? Uh, that is, that's our job, I think, at the end of the day. You know, we're, we've got a formula that we use on the show, and um, I equate it to like a long-running Broadway show. You know, mm. you're doing the same thing essentially over and over, and your job as the host is to is to keep it fresh and exciting and try and say the same thing uh, in a different way a hundred different times. It's kind of like radio. It's kind of like radio. <laughs> I mean, I, I always, I, I'd love to challenge people to come in and describe a bedroom, which is essentially four walls and a window <laughs> and, and a closet, technically. Yeah. Let's get down to the business. By the way, uh, congratulations. The show is stellar. And every time you come into the studio, we always have people right around the glass. They, they want to get a look at you. Oh, he is tall. <laughs> uh, he doesn't look that tall on television. It used to be the most popular question. How, how tall are you? I was going to say, how old are you? But people are getting, getting a sense of that. Yeah. I want, the question I wanted to ask you today was in regard to open houses. Yeah. Uh, in this climate and otherwise, yep. a lot of people seem to think that open houses are really just a tool for the real estate agent to get more listings. So, In other words, they get people through the door, yep. and they get their name, their number, totally. and then they go after them. And it's true. And that's it? Yeah. No, I mean, I think an open house serves a lot of different purposes. You nailed it in your question. I think in different markets, they serve different purposes. So right now, we're in an extremely hot market. I would think that and suggest that an open house is an efficient way of getting a lot of people in right off the hop. Mm -hmm. um, get you know, It's funny, I was talking to somebody yesterday on the phone about the fact that they went and saw this property that they were interested in, and they were calling me about it, and they were at the open house. Well, there's an amazing phenomenon that happens when you walk through a door and you've got 10 other couples in the house at the same time. Yeah, It creates a certain buzz, a certain energy. People are feeling like, oh my goodness, i got to get on this. So as the seller... If you can create that kind of atmosphere, right. to me, it's a win. I, I love the argument that people say, oh, well, an open house is for the agent. Who cares? I mean, if it serves your purpose in any way, shape, or form, go for it. If they pick up a client that wants to buy a condo somewhere else or something like that. So be it. Yeah. What, what, how does that affect you negatively? I guess where maybe this came from in a time when things weren't as, as hot and rapid as they are now, right. you'd, you'd have an agent sitting there at your house for two or four hours or however long the, the open house was, yep. and nobody would show up or you'd get one or two parties through and then they'd just be collecting names. But I like the idea of creating that buzz inside the home. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, if, if a real estate agent in a slow market wants to sit there for two hours and drink a cup of coffee... 
fill your boots as far as I'm yeah. concerned. I wouldn't do it. The other thing is, is that what we do is we let our clients choose. Some people have a very, very strong opinion that an open house is the way to sell your house. Mm-hmm. And that's the seller speaking. So I want an open house. All right, fine. Yeah. And there's other people who don't want it for privacy reasons, right. for all kinds of different things. And so, you know, oftentimes we'll just turn that question over. We'll talk about the pros and cons. If you want it, great, let's do it. If you don't, no worries. Is it something in today's market that you would, would you want to push in that direction? Uh, when I was coming up here, I, I knew you were going to ask me this question. And I was thinking, well, I like to relate it to myself. If you were selling my house, would I ask you to do one? And I think right now the answer is yes. Okay. I would like to push, whenever I rent out properties that I own, I schedule people like five minutes apart mm. so that they all essentially arrive at the same sure. time. There's a bit of crossover. It's a bit of crossover. And the other thing is you want to keep this, uh, this process efficient. So you don't want to kick people out of their house over and over and over again at dinner time and bring people through. The other thing is, is that, you know, my wife and I will be driving around. It's not like you'd think I'd seen enough houses, <laughs> but we will actually go and look at open houses. Yeah. And it's amazing what happens when you do that. It opens you up to a new area that you haven't heard about. Mm-hmm. Some people complain, well, oh, the neighbors will come in and look around. Sure. Oh, who cares? I do. First of all, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> you've never invited me over and I don't know what you got to hide, but I'm sure there's something there. Here's the thing about a neighbor coming through is that those neighbors often talk to other people who want to live in their neighborhood. Right, that's true. Give them the information. Have them spreading the word out there. Yeah. Now, see, there's the other side of that, Todd, that I find fascinating. And I've watched that this happen in my neighborhood where they'll have realtor openings. Yeah. So you'll get, suddenly you'll get 10 or 15 or 30 realtors descending upon this one property. Yep. And they all come in, whoosh, all at one time. Yep. Do the tour. And that probably is a good idea because you're exposing yourself to more potential buyers. It's a great idea because what ends up happening is that those agents who choose to do their due diligence and know the product that comes on the market, they can now, in an educated way, talk to their clients. When their client phones up, especially when people specialize in an area, let's say someone specializing in North Vancouver, if they've seen those properties and their client phones them up and says, oh, I love this house I just saw online, which is what happens all the time, then that agent can speak to that house and say, oh, yeah, I was in there last Thursday. Let me tell you a little bit about it. If you still like it, let's set up an appointment to go and see it. So, I mean, it's a great tool. It's a great uh, networking um, situation. And, and basically, you know, agents are just educating themselves on the product that's out there. I'm told, and, I, and I'm going to throw this at you, and I didn't prepare you for this, but I'm told 85% of homes that are sold today are not are sold by the buying agent or an other agent. So not necessarily your, if you're the seller, your agent isn't necessarily the one to, to sell it. So in other words, they'll end up splitting it. 85% well, a, yeah. comes from the other side. It's a, it's a complicated, um, the terminology we, we use in the real estate industry sometimes is a little bit misleading. The buyer's agent is helping the buyer, but they're selling the house to their client. So it gets a little convoluted. Most of the time, you've got two agents who are working one is representing the seller, one is representing the buyer. That's what happens most often. Mm-hmm. So you've got, and, and for my money, that's the best situation. You want somebody fighting for you. Right. There's, there's a few other ways that people go around uh, about it. There's dual agency, which is one agent essentially transacting the, um, uh, doing the sale for both parties. 
and then there's no agency where if you're buying the property, but you are not represented by anybody. So there's a few different formulas that we have in, in BC. Okay. We're going to wrap up this segment, but just to, as we do, open house, generally speaking, you would be in favor of it. In this market, yes. In a slow market, probably not. Todd Talbot from Love It or List It, Vancouver, which is on... Monday nights. Not tomorrow, because tomorrow's Sunday. That's Monday right. night, 10 o'clock Take on the day off. W Network. Yep, yep. We'll give you a little treat at the end of the day for getting through Monday. And we'll be right back on Vancouver Real Estate Today on News Talk 980 CKNW.